young America, we need to talk. You may think this is uncool. You may even think it is bogus. But I want to tell you about something that has everyone buzzing. Something that concerns mature boys and girls just like you. Something called grassroots. You ever, you ever just be so delirious that like do you get what I'm saying? Like I feel like I'm delirious right now. This, you ever just walk like in life and just feel like you're like in a fog, but you're not really in a fog, but you're trying to decipher whether you're in a fog. Does that make any sense? Uh, I don't. I wouldn't say that I'm going through life in a fog. I would say I'm on cloud nine. Well, that's what I mean. Like. <clears throat> I guess I don't know. <laughs> it's just weird. I, I go I just, I basically saying I don't go through life in the sense of being it foggy because I don't think that the direction and path of of myself and this podcast is foggy. It's more so just uh, we basically feel delirious in a sense because we're constantly working. We don't get any chance to like really sit that's, down and like enjoy I mean. things yeah, like this gaming I mean. event that's coming up. Yo, I still hold on, hold on. say it I, again, say this, it again, Queen. This say it again, Queen. This gaming event with a pro basketball player Nate, Nate Robinson. Robinson. We have it on March 7th. Can I just tell y'all, <laughs> I like, breathe. I, can't, I can't even breathe yet because I'm still oh like, there's so God. much, like, no, I said I want to breathe. Oh, I, I want breathe. to breathe, but I, I ain't going to breathe until March 9th. Yeah. That's when I'll be able to breathe. But, Biggie. yo, it's crazy. March 7th yeah. at 368. 368 yeah. Minorities in Sports are our partners. Um, shout out to to sponsors who are providing product and, and all this stuff. We got Definitely. Red Bull, Belvedere, Belvedere. Big Mots, Bronx Brewery, um, and then 368 and Minorities in Sports that, yeah. that helped us with developing this event. I mean, this was something that we were that's been in the works and we were planning it since the live show. Yeah. Um, and it finally like we've been to so many people for months, and then I would say the past four weeks is when. Everything got finalized, and we just been like ripping and running and trying to get down, everything together. Down to the wire. Down to the wire, it. yes. And RSVPs are pretty much. I think they're done. I think we're. I think we're quote unquote sold out. So technically speaking, we're two for two, selling out less than twenty four hours. Yeah, twenty four forty eight. Mm. But we may open it up again. We may open up for a lucky few people. Yep. But the only way you're going to find out is you have to join our newsletter because then that's where we'll also drop it again to let you know when we open it. We're going to drop it only in our newsletter. I'm not dropping it on Twitter. It's going to only be in our newsletter. So if you haven't signed up for our newsletter and you haven't RSVP'd, you better do that because that's the only time you're going to find out. And I think we're probably going to drop it next, maybe sometime next week. I don't know. We'll maybe, see. Maybe. The only way you'll know is if you're part of our newsletter and you actually open our newsletters. Or what you can do, because you're tuned into Grassroots Podcast, <laughs> be sure to subscribe. Hit the noty notification button to be notified for our latest two of the greatest episodes. I am one of the hosts, Brandon Killer BH Hall. I am Aaron Ashley Simon. And Hold yes, on. I still have the sty in my eye. Mm. And that is why I'm not wearing makeup still today, because I got to be good and I got to look good for March 7th. Yeah. You know well, what I'm saying? Nas. You mean Wilson? Wilson. 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 No. All right. No. Okay. Well, uh, one of these that's days, weird. yeah, one of these days we're gonna have the whole family back together. Yeah, March seventh. Yeah, well, Mar yeah, March seventh. I'm really excited though. I'm super I, excited too. Just with all the hard work and all the sleepless nights, all of the meetings, all of the content ideas, all of the, just all of the work that went into it, I, I think is gonna be a, a special, magical night for us. You know what I mean? And I think, I, honestly, I just can't wait to have fun and just chill with y'all like you know what i mean like I'm, I'm excited for that like to just at least for a little while be able to chill and have fun so yeah like chill work because we're still gonna be yeah, working we're still gonna be, but working, still gonna but be a little chill a little chill yeah i also think like this event is gonna become bigger than we actually expected to be and it was funny yeah. because i was talking to nate robinson's manager because originally like just some backstory right i might as well just give backstory so well. i met nate robinson at the players tribune event uh when uh their their uh, acquisition with Minute Media. Uh, shout out to Rob Villanueva, my friend who works there. He's the one connecting me with Nate. 
And Nate has always talked about having who wants to get into like esports more and just do like gaming events and stuff like that. And so I know we were trying to do a gaming event for mm-hmm. a while, and I was like, hey. I have an idea. We're trying to do a gaming event. You should be a part of it. Yeah. Um, so when I met with his um, manager, Polo, you know, I really spoke to Polo. I was like, hey, we're, we're trying to do this gaming event. I think it would be really great to have Nate start it off and be a part of it, especially with his relationships and, and in ties even to the New York City area. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows who Nate is in New yeah, York. Definitely. And so I was like, I think this would be great. And, you know, with Brandon's relationships and hip hop and culture and my relationship in esports and gaming, I think we can make this a really dope event. Yeah. Come to find out, you know, after he said yes and we and we put the 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 flyer out, everyone found out. Yo, we have some really big people hitting us up about this yeah. event. And yeah. we and it's turned out to be a lot bigger than what we were expecting. We just thought it was gonna be like a great opportunity with Nate and the, like local like local uh esports organizations and businesses and friends, and now it's so whole But you know, thing. yeah, I know what it is. I think we plan for we plan obviously for the big moments, oh, right? Yeah. I think we always undercut ourselves about how big the moment is going to be. Like, until it's like a week, we look at each other like, oh, this shit's going to be big. Like, it turns into something just magical. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just crazy. It's crazy. Even down to, like, all the other in particular is, like, securing Nate. And then, like, the three different locations that we were trying to work with to try to secure it and just make it so that the event yeah. made sense for us and the brand and what we're trying to convey. So like how it all came together and, and, and just gelled the is sponsors like beautiful. Too. Yeah. Like shout that out was to three, six, eight one the, too. The sponsors that came on. Minorities in sports for helping us. Yeah. China, shout out to China. She's been helping to facilitate a yeah, lot of stuff uh, with us in terms Gabe, of Gabe, Gabe, uh, Olivero, uh, Zune, uh, um, Paul, who owns, Paul. Uh, who's the head of 368 for allowing us to do it there. Like, yeah, there is a solid group of people behind this event. And we all, like, the great thing is that we all believed in it early. Yeah. And just now to see just the responses by so many people that want to come and attend and be part of it. Like, it's, it's crazy. It's it's, it's bonkers. It's like, massive. It's I, massive. I, I wish I could tell you, you guys are only going to just have to catch. We are going to be dropping content live during the event. Yes. So you'll be able to see if you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Grassroots Pod and, yep. and all of our individual accounts. Uh, but yeah, man, it's going to be dope. Also, Brandon is, well, what is it? Today, so this episode drops Tuesday. So today, Brandon. <laughs> this episode drops Tuesday. <laughs> so today, <laughs> when you see this video, Brandon's going to be on Cheddar Esports talking about this event That's with fun. Gabe Olivero from yeah. 368. Should be pretty cool. I know. It's cool. It's also really weird because it's like, I, I was like, all right. I can't. I mean, I could talk about the event, but I can't be like interviewing myself. I know. So that's I was a, like, right, let so me. Get, I need Brandon to come on. Yeah. <laughs> like, how do we? How do we figure this out? Like, I was thinking about that as well. I was like, all right, well. We'll just figure it out. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll just get it we'll together. It so tune um, into uh, Cheddar Esports. If you're listening to audio, tune into Cheddar Esports, 5 yeah. to 6 p.m. to see Brandon and Gabe. And if you're watching the video, you can go back to twitch.tv slash cheddar or at Cheddar Esports on Twitter to catch the interview as well. Mm. I had to do a little plug there. They got to yeah, watch you on know, the big screen. Yeah, brand. they got to watch. They got to watch. <laughs> they got to watch. Oh, man. But you know who we also got to watch out for? For all these big companies that want to be green but are super problematic. Yes. Like Amazon. Jeff Bezos, you know, wants to get into this whole green initiative, but there's still a lot of problems when it comes to Amazon that yes. still haven't been quite addressed yet. So, so So that was my thing. I don't I don't know how to take this. For for those that are unaware, Jeff Bezos is talking about making a huge contribution to a uh, green environment. Ten but, billion dollars. Yeah, to let's be exact. let's put a yeah, number on yeah, it. Let's put Ten a number billion on. billion dollars. And I much like you, I have a lot of questions too. Like I have a lot of questions. Like I don't all right, so where do we start first? What, what do we know about Jeff Bezos? Let's okay. go from there. Okay, so obviously he's CEO of Amazon. Now, to get you guys the exact information when it comes to the amount of money, he posted on Instagram Monday, aka the world's richest man, he committed $10 billion of his personal fortune to set up the new Bezos Earth Fund, which would support scientists, activists, NGOs, and any effort that offers a real possibility to help preserve and protect the natural world. But climate experts say it's a massive investment that could help give the warming planet a fighting chance. 
Uh, but also, the company has been criticized over the years by environmental groups like Greenpeace over its business practices and lack of transparency. The nonprofit CDP told Bloomberg News, uh, News last year that it was one of the biggest carbon emitters in the world outside the fossil fuel industry. Mm. Womp womp. That's crazy, right? <laughs> uh, then also, there's been other companies that have been investing. And essentially, Morgan Stanley said uh, in a report last fall, estimated that we'll need to invest $50 trillion to reach net zero emissions by 2050. Mm. including $14 trillion poured into renewables and $11 trillion to build electric cars and charging infrastructures. So, one, it's clear that this is also going to be a nice tax write-off for him. That's, that's all I got. <laughs> that's, that's all I wanted to get to. That was my point. Like, come on, fam. We know what this is. But hold on. Before we continue, someone's joined us. Hey. <laughs> I was just trying to figure out exactly where you guys were, but... <laughs> What do you mean, like in the room? Yeah, like in the conversation. I was trying oh, to I meant like in the room. That's why you were late. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, no, what you mean? He, he was like, I was trying to find the room. Yeah. No, got I'm lost. Not. Got well, lost in the, just the, the style and the lost, sauce. Lost in the sauce. A little bit. <laughs> bit. Talk about Jeff Bezos and Amazon and their, and his uh, personal $10 million investment into uh, environmental friendly, friendly initiatives. Yeah. Ew. Yeah, so that's that's where we are with with Jeff. Yeah, well, ho- hopefully that ten billion or whatever it is helps. It's a tax write off. It's the same thing that most people do when you either a are trying to just how do I put this? You're trying to do backdoor business, like you you start doing things that to the public eye are good for the environment and good for humanity, but your true intentions behind it will kind of show. I mean, like, but even if it's a tax write-off, he, he would still lose a lot of money, though, right? Uh, It depends. Uh, It could be short-term loss, yeah, but then long-term yeah. because of the tax because refund the tax and how refunds. much you're paying off. Then he won't have to own as much taxes. Um, So it helps him ultimately because it's his personal mm. money, so it's going to help his, like him with his and, taxes. And, and, that, and that's the thing. Because <laughs> it's, it's not from a, a government... Uh, I mean, it's not from a company. It's not from organizations. from his personal stuff. So because it's from his personal stuff, that's an easy tax write-off for him. But... To E's point, we don't know how that will impact him later on or, you know, in the front end or the back end of it after this, you know, runs its course. Yeah. Now, I I think it's also important to note, like, we don't really know what his personal intentions are because we don't know him personally. Um, We just want to be very frank and let you guys know that a lot of celebs, when they do these charity initiatives or build their own charity initiatives, it's a massive tax write-off. So it's a win-win for everyone. Well, of course, they have to run well. Then it's a win-win for everyone. Well, I was about to say, yeah, it's got to perform first before it can really start to garner Hmm. what the goal is for it. Yeah, and I think that it's... It's hard just because he's received so much criticism and Amazon has received so much criticism um, because of just, you guys heard how much emissions that yeah. Amazon as a company is transmitting. And mm-hmm. all right, is he also going to be changing some of the transportation systems and, and how they develop products for oh, he, Amazon? He, he I mean, to. he has to. If he's going to he do this initiative, to. he can't just put yeah. money into it. He's going to have to change certain things within the company Every, itself. Everything we know about Amazon as a whole will change once this initiative goes through. You, you can't... It, it's almost like uh, when you think about hip-hop. Like, you can't... Most people say you can't be a, a real hip-hop artist and then still go and, and kind of, like, do what Mace did and go, you know, find God, well, air quotes, and then come back. Like, it, it, it looks funny in the light. For Chris, uh, for Chris, for for Jeff Bezos to try to do this, <laughs> and and I know, sorry, Chris, for for Jeff to try to uh, you know contribute to, to to going green and not start to move his own business to green, it, it just would look funny. Don't in the don't, to me. don't they already utilize drones? They do. Amazon? I think they do utilize drones, and I think uh, I can't think of what what they do with Prime, but it's something with think, Prime that is supposed to be eco friendly uh, or something. But that's only for the Prime. I'm talking about the the, the company as a whole. Because they don't have their own trucks yet, right? No, not that I'm not that I believe. Because so, they still use carriers. They they use you know UPS, USPS. So that's kind of green. How? A little bit. Like they're not like they don't have their own trucks. They're not if, using not drones. If, yeah, but not if the packaging that they're shipping the product in is not. Uh, mm. Eco-friendly, like it, okay. and again, if you're if you really want to go green, you wouldn't be using drone. I mean, you wouldn't be using trucks because of the gas. You would use like traditional hand-to-hand electric uh, electric yeah. cars. Yeah, and like stuff you, you like use that. stuff like that. You like that's bikes. what I'm saying. Like there's a there's a lot, and and again, maybe it's baby steps, but there was a there's a lot that you, that he would have to do 
to at least for me to let me know that it's done for the right reason. But I, I yeah, it. I don't know. I don't know. There's so many different ways to look at this. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of companies now that are trying to go green. Mm-hmm. I mean, even you know, Sony's trying to go green by how much electricity the new PlayStation is yeah. going to be using mm-hmm. and the save modes and stuff like that. And I think that that is um, definitely becoming a, a massive component. Um, for some companies, obviously not all. Some companies don't give a crap, yeah. and they're just going to keep doing business the way they want. But I also think that there are other companies that are going to be going green, um, not only to help, but I also think for financial purposes, uh, like tax write-offs, but then also uh, for political reasons. Now, yeah. do we see this becoming... You know how, like, for example, that uh, being a vegan was... Not to say that being a vegan is... A trending thing, but it's becoming a trending thing yeah, in terms definitely. of everyone and every celeb and every bird everyone's talking about and trying to be it. And, mm-hmm. Clean know. eating is apparently in. I feel like clean eating vibes and staying away from bad people that like you create in your head. <laughs> vibes? Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> like what you, vibes? You never, you never hear people say stuff like that. Like um and mind you, I I I, I put myself in this category of of like going off of like an energy the but the, yeah but then there's certain people that will say stuff like that i'm like yo no i'm just with the vibes like i never understand what that means unless we're talking about something specific so it's just weird when when people say things like that I don't, I don't that's know. like when you're trying to be like philosophical and hip yeah, when you say what like, the vibes it's like yeah like I, it's like what are you going off of just just the vibes the energy in the yeah. room it's just so electrifying man I don't stop believe, with that yeah, nonsense I don't, I don't believe half of you can really feel energy because it, it some of you just move accordingly. Some people can't even. <laughs> like, yeah, I, if, I don't think you can feel energy when some of you can't even feel common courtesy or yeah. or or, or uh, gratitude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like just a little thing, the bare or minimum. Common knowledge. Thing. Yeah, like, like if you guys don't even know common knowledge, minimal. like how are y'all gonna sit here and be like, oh, you know the vibes and energy yeah, in this room? Know. I don't know. Y'all can't even. Y'all can't even read tweets on Twitter. Yeah. What makes you think you're gonna read the room? Yeah, it just, <laughs> it's, it, it doesn't. It's never a good thing. Um, What's the other thing I was gonna ask about Jeff Bezos? Damn, I got off a, a track of what I was gonna say. Uh, damn. Ugh, all right, whatever. It doesn't matter. Nevertheless, but um, what, so what do you guys think? I wanted to think. Uh, ask first. Do you believe him? Like, let's start there. Like, if if you know nothing else, you know about Jeff Bezos and and and, and who he is and and some of the things he's done. This investment, without you having the knowledge of the business impact for him, positive. Did, did he state a plan of any sort? Um, not yet. He just kind of went out and said, "Hey, I'm I'm going to invest Put ten billion out yeah, there. Ten billion out there. He just mm. like, yeah, that's what he did. Know. Yeah, it's the it's Bezos a t- it's a tough Earth thing to Fund. Yeah, I love how he says Earth, Earth fund, fund as if he's going to make a Moon Fund. Yeah, like yeah. a Mars Fund. He could do it. He got enough money. He really well, yeah, could. Well, yeah, when you casually just say, yeah, I'm going to invest $10 billion, like, it's yeah. nothing. Like, think about it, because most people like that, it, it, it's not a gamble for them. Like, it's it's like, well, it is a gamble, because it's it's an investment, but they look at it like, uh, you already go in with the expectation of, all right, well, maybe if, if, if it's a loss, it's a loss. Yeah. Do you know what that feels like to lose 10 I don't know what it feels like, obviously, but <laughs> I can't imagine what it would feel like to, to go in $10 billion and then... At the end of the year, be like, oh, this didn't work out. All right, let's go to the next project. Like, do you know where you would have to be at in life? I don't even know that I would want to be there in life with that for a number of reasons. I don't know. I'm assuming that he has some sort of plan, though. Of you, don't, you don't just does. put up $10 He's... billion. Yeah, really? Like, huh? Are you sure? Because yeah. I see governments doing that all the time. They just be putting up mad money yeah. and just letting things just waste. I mean, that, that's, a, that's a government. Wait, hold, hold on. What did you say, Chris? Hold on. Yeah, that's only 7% of his net worth. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Uh, like, that's like him putting up like a hundred thousand dollars. That's what, literally that's what it is. Maybe that's crazy. Maybe, maybe even less than that, like ten yeah. bucks or something stupid. Like, can you imagine? That, but that's what I'm saying. That type of of level of of wealth is scary. But apparently he's like so into space that people are worried that he's gonna try and be like od like futuristic. I also wonder, like, what would happen if him, like, Elon Musk, like, partner up together on this initiative, where it's like, we can't solve the planet, we can at least build a spaceship. They would, they would build. He's already building spaceships, right? Uh, who? Elon. He's building a lot of stuff. Bu- that's what to say. He's got. So they said many that he, I mean, they also say his, the car was indestructible, and I remember that reveal when they like oh, threw they something threw the, at, they threw and the, it broke the window. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I was like, ooh. Mm. That that truck looked nice though. 
But also that flamethrower was kind of hot. That flamethrower yeah, that Elon joint, made? That joint was legit. That was kind of hot. So if you had to choose between the flamethrower or the... Flamethrower. Off the bat? Wait, right what was that? The, the car? Or the car. The flamethrower. That car is, is destructible. <laughs> like, I'm not spending that much money on a destructible yeah, car. Cool. It better be indestructible. And well, also, yeah, I, think I don't like it, I don't like the way it looks. That's well, on which one? That truck? Yeah, I'm taking the truck. Yeah, no, 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 uh, no, 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 no. You made your choice. You made your choice. If it was Stay indestructible, there. I would Stay take there. it. But so far, it's not indestructible. Hey man, that truck is hard. <laughs> Shoot the glass at. I don't care. <laughs> oh man, that truck is dope. That truck is fire. Yeah, I I'll, need I'll to just be hit crash test more efficiently. But, yeah, that's hard. It needs to be crash that's tested hard. a lot more. Uh, uh, that's better. mean. That's mean. But the fact that it's in, it's not indestructible and it's marketed as as being indestructible and then failed the ta- the, the crash test of just a brick. <laughs> Like it's just like I don't really know that I want to invest that much money into something like that. Yeah, you know what that moment happened when that car window broke? It reminded me of the days like when we were kids. You ever had that moment where like we're playing like a sport and someone actually breaks like the glass window in oh, someone's man. house? Yeah. That moment was that's how it made me cringe. I was like, ooh, yeah. like the window yeah. broke. He's like all this stuff and it broke. It's nasty. It's a butt whipping. Yeah. Attached to it. Who? It's the first thing that comes to mind once you once you break something. Break something. House. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Oh yes, major 100%. butt whipping. So here's a question. You know what? Let's. I'm gonna ask this question. If you had to, if you had an initiative to save the world, right? If you had to pick someone to save the world, who would you pick? Jeff or Elon? Elon. I think Elon. I think Elon. Elon's an ideas guy, and, and he's he's he is of the culture. He's of the culture. Of the culture. He's of the culture. <laughs> He's in tune. He knows the vibe. I don't know. <laughs> See what I'm saying? I don't know. <laughs> oh, gosh, the vibes. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Elon, yeah, because he's very, like, ahead, but, like, Jeff got money on money on money on money, and I could just hire smarter people. But then he's going he's gonna to hire Elon. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, a, that's what I'm saying. You'd have to hire guys all, like all roads. Yeah, lead but then there's more money to hire other people. <laughs> all roads lead. I to literally, him. I literally could hire Elon and someone else. I can hire someone who is more knowledgeable about science and other stuff that is super important aside from being futuristic. Yeah. I mean, you gotta you gotta hire people that are smarter than you in anything. I mean, we saw that with Apple, right? You know. Uh, all the engineers and developers and everything like that, he, they hired them to get that done. So yeah. you got to have someone who's the idealist and someone who sees the bigger picture, but mm. you got to hire people who are way smarter. You can't just have someone who's idealist and ahead of the time being the one that runs runs certain uh, components of it. Because that's when it gets kludgy. He's pretty smart, too, though. Who? Not say he's uh, not. Elon? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. You would think that, but I'm, I'm, I would I'm, hope so. Yeah, like <laughs> with just, everything that he's done, I don't think this is by luck. Yeah, he's just yeah. rolling the dice, like up, oh, got it again. He flips like, a coin. That's yeah, how he like, makes I all of his decisions. Yeah, Can you yeah, imagine yeah. that? If at the end of the day he was like, "Oh, did you like calculate all these things?" He'd be like, "Nah, I just flipped a coin." I would not be surprised though. I would not be surprised if that happens. I've seen wealthy people do that. And it's very demeaning to me and my character. <laughs> no, but I've seen people do that though. Like wealthy people be like, "Yo, this bill is." Four thousand flip for a coin. You ever flipped a coin for like food or like t- that's a, that's t- like who gets the bill? That, uh, I mean that's yeah, the peasant level, that, but but that's what I'm saying. They're flipping for like Fortune 500 company revenue dollars. <laughs> like okay. it's just like I'm just flipping for McDonald's apple pie. Word, word. <laughs> that's all I'm flipping for. Just, just give me the fish fillet. That's all I need in my life. If you guys had, if you guys had Jeff's money, what would you do? Like, what would you? Mm-hmm. Obviously, let's you know not like you know bagging ladies and all that stuff. Uh, but like no. what other? All, all, I, I saw where your head was there. going. I saw your head was going. But like, what would you do on like a uh, giving back to the world way? Giving. I had a phrase that way because I I just want to see where Wilson goes with this. But mm. giving back to the world. If you had Jeff's money, like if you had ten billion dollars to just invest in anything or to give it out to anything, like. Where would you put it? What would you do? I'd probably try to take people out of petty debt. I'm not mad at that. More than anything. What do you mean by petty debt? Like little debt that, you know, people can't, people don't make enough to pay off, but it's small. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like somebody could have like $5,000 in debt. Doesn't sound like a lot of money, but to that person, it could be crushing them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So 
That's probably where I would put my money. Look it's not as crazy you. as you thought, huh? Look at you. I'm still waiting yeah. for the crazy response. You're, you're growing up right in front of our eyes. I'm so proud of you. I try. I really thought that this was going to go towards hookers, go left. Yeezys, <laughs> and, and, and drugs, and all this other crazy shit. No, man. <laughs> I would invest it in Kanye, though. You see what I'm saying? Oh, there here we go. go. You did. I was waiting we, for that. There we go. I, I was waiting. I knew it was too good to be true. I um, forgot that he was looking for an investor. <laughs> or you. What about you, Brennan? Um, I would want to do something for people. I don't know what it is. And I know that sounds very vague, but like one of my biggest, biggest things, and I've always said this, one of my biggest goals is to be a, or or to even be considered to win um, a humanitarian award. I want to affect enough people to even be considered. Now, if I won something like that, that would be like amazing. Mm-hmm. Now, to get there, I don't know what that would look like. Like, I I could I could think of charities. I could think of things like that. I would want to do something that kind of starts a whole new mindset as far as how it's impacting people and like I think about just so many things I think about uh mental health I think about um I think about guiding uh people in business and 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 guiding people in in like a creative space Mm -hmm. um and and trying to provide maybe some resources I just think about stuff like that but definitely it would definitely be something that would be geared towards helping someone elevate I think okay okay so and then investments, of course. Oh yeah, you gotta invest. Yeah, that's that's residual income. Yeah. Uh, so for me, I'll take a different approach. I would set up a company with the purpose of um, getting people up back on their feet without them paying. So whether it's homeless people, um, whether it is um, single parents in 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 low income areas, mm-hmm. basically we would help pay um to for if you need cl- new clothes for interviews mm-hmm. um we would pay for transportations for interviews mm-hmm. um we would make sure to help you set up whatever you need whether it's setting up specific bank accounts whether it is um getting you a place a, a residency because also having an actual dress is super important for mm-hmm. certain things definitely um and the whole purpose of it is to basically make the process of you getting work opportunity as easy as possible yeah. and not have to worry about certain things. I like um, that. That's something that I would want to do um, because uh, a lot of a lot of a lot of the problems that we see in society especially is that money prevents people from getting back on their feet mm-hmm. or money prevents people from getting the necessary care that they need Definitely. or 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 finances and debt hold people back and there's any way to offset some of those costs to mm-hmm. allow them to be able to do the things they need to do. Like, for example, there are some single dads and moms that can't do job interviews because they can't find a babysitter. Yeah. yeah. So, like, even if it's, like, setting up not only a company where they will help you with applying for jobs and stuff like that, but even, like, you need to find a babysitter, great. Mm-hmm. You, need a, you need a specific residency, uh, we can pay this amount for this amount of months yeah. to help you get on your feet. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. You, know, you know what I hate? I hate when people say money isn't everything. It is. It runs everything. It, it runs everything. everything. It's not everything, though. It's everything. It's right up there with food, water, and air. So let me ask you, if you could choose between... This really goes for both of you. If you guys could choose between being happy or wealthy, which one would you choose? If I was wealthy, I would be happy. You sure? Positive. I would choose happiness. Absolutely positive. What would you say? Happiness. Because... The thing is, is with happiness, it changes your perspective on things. And if I want to make more money, it's going to be better for me long term to be happy while I'm making money. Because we've seen situations where people aren't happy and they have money and then they'll waste the money trying to chase their happiness, whether it is sex, drugs or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But if I'm happy and I'm firm in in myself, one, I'm also not going to feel the need to spend a lot to have Mm -hmm. a lavish uh, a lavish lifestyle because I'll be fine with my quaint house and everything like that. Um, Also, like I grew up. You know, I wouldn't say rich, but my family is pretty well off. And I've seen how money split up families mm-hmm. and everything like that. So for me, I don't value money. I ultimately value my happiness. And 
I would say like, yeah, it's important for money to help, but I think ultimately it's your mindset and how you are mentally and where you are in terms of your happiness and your state of mind that will help you get to where you need to go. Because yeah. also being successful is very, very lonely. It's very yeah. lo Every successful person yeah. I've talked to, they said, in your process, you are going to get lonely at some point. 100%. 100%. You know? there, there's no way. But that's what, what I was saying before about what I would do is is trying to coach people through it. Like, like this in itself is a process, right? Like, And I think being able to provide those tools for people and, and at least trying to because I feel like I was having this conversation with, with a, uh, a friend of mine, and she was saying how she wants to start this podcast and all these things. And I was just saying, like, there's certain things, like, I could just help you that are very surface, right? But then there's things where it's like no matter how I try to help you understand it, you're never going to understand the lesson in some of the things that you go through until you actually go through it. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm sure I, I, I could go through something similar or give a, a similar example of what could happen, but like ultimately the outcome is going to be something completely different. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's, it's that gray area of trying to decide or figure out what to give or what not to give. But then I just think about, well, it, it would still be fruitful across the board, just being able to do that. So. And you're more prone to also a lot of vices when you are rich. Mm -hmm. um, and if you aren't grounded in yourself, you're not grounded in like just the people around you, that money can go quickly. That the the you getting into certain things that you probably wouldn't have gotten into before. We've seen so many people that like get into drugs when they never have done drugs before. Mm -hmm. They get into drugs, they get into uh, other really bad stuff. We see people using wealth to partake in pedophilia activities mm -hmm. and all this stuff and i think that the more successful you become and the more rich mm -hmm. you become there are still problems that come with that i think a lot of people look at money as a way to escape their problems but getting more money and getting richer actually will no it'll solve some of your problems but it's going to add bigger problems onto your plate i agree more money more <laughs> problems that's a real thing i don't know i disagree <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. Yo, I, yo, you took this uh, long, dramatic yeah, yeah. gasp. You said, mm, yo, I, I, I disagree. I, I, live, I forgot who said it, but they were like, oh, I'd rather, you know, cry in a Ferrari. I think Dave Chappelle said that. Right? I really feel like he said that. But my thing then, is... Then, then Dave I, Chappelle switched up his life. But that's what then. I'm saying. But, uh, but, I'm, well, yeah. uh, but that's what I'm saying. I'm thinking, about, I'm thinking about that, right? Like, all right, so let's say we go with that theory. Like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go cry in a Ferrari. The fact that you have everything and still feel the need to cry in a Ferrari or have to cry in a Ferrari, like, that's sad. That's sadness to me. I don't, I don't know well, that... Well, well, that type of person's probably going to be sad in any... No matter how rich they are. But that's my whether point. Whether they have that's, money or not. That's what I'm saying. I'm, yeah. That's what I'm saying. For me, it, it wouldn't be about money. Like, it's... It's it's about much more than that. Like... Yeah. And think about I it, guess. too. When you get more money, too, you can't trust everyone that's around you. Like, I've, I've had a conversation with one of my friends. I mean, I'm not going to say who the artist is, but he's friends with a big artist. And he basically told me that every time he meets someone new or just meets people in general, he'll just straight up ask you, what do you want from me? Because hmm. he, when, you come, when you get to a certain level, everyone looks at you as, like, a ticket. Of course. A golden ticket, right? So there's that additional pressure of that. Then on top of that, too, you also have to be more mindful of your money. But not every um, accountant... Is trustworthy, mm -hmm. but they yeah. are professionals that you have to focus on your money. Then you have family members that are going to come up and expect things from you, right? Mm -hmm. That's yeah. another thing. It, it's that's why like money does solve problems, but it does not solve every single problem. And when you money. get more money, yes, it can it, it will solve lower tier problems, okay. but it'll create more mm -hmm. problems on a higher level for you that you have to deal with. Uh, well, I, I would think it would be easier for a person with a lot of money to find happiness than it would be for a broke person. Because at least if you have money, you could try to find a passion in life. You, you could travel. You could, do, you could do pretty much whatever comes across your mind. If you're broke, it might be, hard for, it might be really hard for you to find happiness. That's not necessarily true. Yeah. Happiness, happiness, does not, happiness is not dictated by money, your job, your status. I'm not saying it's well, dictated it's by it. I'm, it's I'm not saying it's dictated it's, it's by It's relative. I'm saying, I'm saying it's, it's depending I'm, on I'm, the person, I'm too. I'm saying with money, you have a better chance. You have more options. 
Oh yeah, well of course. I mean that's that that goes without saying. Yeah, money opens doors. You can doors, even go right? get therapy. Go, yeah, you can go get therapy. You can go get medication. You could go like he said. You you could indulge in, in drugs if you want. You could go yeah. do a number of things. Because yeah. I think a sad person is going to be a sad person whether they have money or not. Not necessarily though. No, that's not true. Not uh, there are some people who. I know who aren't in great positions and they're some of the happiest people yeah. and have like amazing mindsets. Yeah. And and that's what I'm saying. Like happiness is just how your state of happiness is dictated on one, what you view as happiness and mm-hmm. two going and, and, and this is something that's interesting. Like I, I watch a lot of like videos on, on psychology and watch a lot of like psychologists talk like, some of the happiest people kind of take the fundament, the fund, ugh, the fundamental aspects of like how children are, right? How the simplest things as children bring happiness. Mm-hmm. We lose our happiness because as we get older, there are certain criteria that are placed on us, certain expectations, certain pro- new problems that come our way. Um, social media contributes to it, you know, mm-hmm. the sense of entitlement, the sense of we see someone else being more successful than we are. It's all these things that happen through life that we allow to dictate what should be our happiness. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, happiness is not dictated on those things. It is dictated on ourselves, our well-being, and how we feel about ourselves. And if we are okay and we are firm, then it doesn't matter what happens at the end of the day. I mean, look, I wasn't broke. But there's one time I, I did not have health insurance and I was not making a lot of money. I was only making two thousand dollars a month in 2018, and I can tell you those last few months were the happiest and more, most serene and calm that I've ever been in my life. And it was the most uncomfortable position, but I got to the point where I wasn't so focused on the money, and mm-hmm. I when the less I became focused on the money and was more so focused on the, my well-being and more so focused on. Um, um, make myself a better person and more so focus on just the fact that I even have family or or just I leaned in my faith a lot more. That stuff is actually what got me towards my, me being happy and me being comfortable in myself. Yeah. And the more I drew away from money, the less worried I became. Because at the end of the day, like, worry, we can worry about everything, right? We can't control certain things and we can only control the things that we can control. And one of the things that we can control is our mindset and our emotions. Mm-hmm. If we're able to keep those things and work on those and keep those things in check, it's a lot easier to handle some of these problems when yeah. we have those and we work on those specifically. Yeah. yeah. Well, <clears throat> I mean, all I'm saying is, let's say there's two unhappy people. One of them is in debt. The other one is rich. Which one would you rather be? I don't know. They're both unhappy. Which one would you rather be? I mean, but why are they unhappy? That's that's my only thing. Is one unhappy? I, is the rich one unhappy because they are naturally depressed? Is the other one just unhappy because they just got laid off and they're just unemployed for a few months? I mean, they're unhappy. What's for, the, they were unhappy for whichever reasons. Would you rather be the one in debt or the one that's rich? It depends. I know a lot of. I think. I know. I know. I'd rather be the one that's rich. Not necessarily. I know. I know. I really know some people that would give up. It. Their their wealth because it's it's caused them paranoia. It's caused them that sounds good. not to know. So, so how come they didn't give it up? Well, no, they've tried. <laughs> they've tried. You could easily give away all your money. It's not no. It's not just money. It's, it's also notoriety, money. fame. No, yeah, it's not. Like, it's, oh, okay. Yeah. You can't just like once you're at that po- at a certain point, you can't just yeah, give it up. People are gonna know just, who you are no matter where yeah, you go. Like, it, it it's not that easy. Like that's what I'm saying. There's two there's two sides to it. I know people that have reached a level of success and then looked at it like, wow, this is not what I expected it to be, or have reached it and still don't feel fulfilled. So they they search for other things and start creating, you know, like these scenarios in their head where all the while it's just about their own internal issues. You know what I mean? Like it's about them more so. That's why for me, it, money is not, it's, 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 I wouldn't necessarily just jump to that. I know some people that but fame and money are two different things. Because you there, could be you, you, you could there, be famous and broke. That's true. That's true. But so, even still, I know people that are not famous and wealthy, and it, it really is just relative. It's relative to the person and, and, and what they are feeling. Like, bottom line, it's like one of those things where if you're not whole, no matter whether you're well off or 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 in compromising positions, if you're not like a hundred percent in tune with yourself, it's yeah. never going to work. 
I with agree. you as a person. I because agree. again, scenarios change, uh, go higher, go lower. Like you start to assess things differently, and and depending on how you assess it will depend, or how you handle it, will just will depend on how y- your outlook is. Like mm. it, it just really is relative. Also. Okay. It, I could be broken unhappy, but that doesn't mean that I don't have the support of family. Doesn't mm-hmm. mean that I have the, I don't have the support of friends. Yeah, yeah. Rich too, yeah. But also, I, I mean, we personally know people who are famous and who have a lot of money. And mm-hmm. every single one of them said they have to be careful about every single person that they meet because yeah. that could be the person that ruins your life mm-hmm. and makes it a lot worse. That could be the person that completely takes all your money away. And so now you're broken and unhappy. So it's there's there's it's so complex and there's so many layers to it. But then also it goes back to like you said, it's relative, right? What do you think is happiness, right? Happiness at the end of, of the day for all of us is going to be something different. Mm-hmm. But yeah. when you make happiness less about items that could potentially be taken away, that could be potentially gone in a second, yeah, you're going to be more unhappy than if you put your happiness in something that's a little more stable in the sense of like who you are on the mm-hmm. inside and, and, and so forth. I agree. But money could buy, uh, it's not, you, you just don't have to purchase items. Like you can, you can see things, you can experience things in life. You can buy help. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It makes it better. I, a, I agree I, with I, you. I, I, I agree. Yeah, you I agree. Say it I makes agree. It that's, better. that's all I was saying from the beginning. It, it, that's it. It makes things better. But where I kind of disagree with you is that yeah. it, I don't think that it makes happiness. It makes your situation better to help you become happier. But to That's be happy, yeah. you have to work on yourself. That's the only way that you're going to ever have true happiness is by working on yourself. I agree. I never said That's anything it. otherwise. No, I, no I'm not. But, s- but I'd still rather be the sad rich guy. See, but for me, I than the sad broke guy. See, I, I, okay. So there's nothing wrong with saying we like money. Oh no, I'm not saying not. But I also disagree in that sense because, like I said, it depends on what the scenario is. Because if it's like I'm broke and I'm sad, but I have all the support in the world and I have my current family now. Yeah. And I've been in a position where it's pretty much like that. Mm -hmm. I'd rather have that than be, uh, than to be sad and rich and have literally no one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I could ride with that. Well, I mean, we, we might as well get into uh, Pop Smoke. I mean, this yeah. is like a good segue into that. Um, so over the weekend, uh, Brooklyn rapper uh, Pop Smoke was was fatally slain in, uh, I think it was L.A., was it? And Yeah. Um, the, the investigation is still ongoing. Uh, sources say that it, it was originally... Uh, we were at least originally led to believe that he it was a home invasion. Uh, new information has now come out saying that it was not home invasion. This was an actual attack, uh, a targeted attack specifically um, on uh, Pop Smoke's life. He also, uh, some other stuff came out in terms of him uh, being aware of some sort of gang activity and him being really, really scared about that and not wanting, I think he skipped out on, on two performances or something like that. Uh, he chalked it up to them saying... The police that were the, shutting the police it down. The police shut it down, yeah. but uh, it, it then came out, the police went on on, on record saying that, uh, no, that it's not accurate. Pop Smoke himself uh, actually was the one that said that he wanted to cancel the performance and was concerned about the uh, gang activity, so... Hmm. Um, again, I, I, it, I, it's a perfect segue, unfortunately. You know what I mean? You have someone yeah. rising star, amazing talent, like, yeah. and then to just, and, and, and mind you, 20 years old, like a baby. Like, yeah. even though, again, one of the wealthiest people right now, it, it, think about it, at that age, at 20, he's wealthy. He's, he's, he's all right, right? And still to, to, to have to feel like you can't even perform in your craft because you got to worry about all of these other elements, like, that's what I think. Like, that's not happiness yeah. for me. <laughs> that that is torture. That 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 is, that's like that is controlled torture to have to walk every single day and not and and always have to worry about stuff. And mind you, you do that every day, right? But it, for me, I feel like for for uh, people like Pop Smoke, like artists and things like that, it's it's obviously heightened to the point where they have to be right. Well, like they have to be a little bit more aware. But when you have to have that level of awareness because of all of these other elements, allegedly, that's a lot. And not and that's just one element that has nothing else to do with anything else that was said as far as like 
uh, again, managing his money, managing his brand, managing uh, uh, bookings, managing just the life of an artist. It's there's a lot that comes with it. <laughs> yeah. Also, before uh, before you say anything, I just want to say con we send our condolences uh, to his family yeah, and, and those who are affected by this. We actually do know some people in the industry yeah, who worked definitely. with him yeah. and have personally known him. We know that, you know, every death is, is not easy to deal with and mm -hmm. that, you know, even I think for all of us that this hit us as well because it's like there's so yeah. many people that are passing this within the last like six months and yeah. so many people that have, you know, either with the greats like Kobe who was about to go and do some really great stuff in business and with women's basketball and, and, and yeah. everything. And then with pop smoke, he was, he was on the rise. Like this yeah, was his yeah. year and yeah. it's just, it's so hard to deal with all these things. So that's why we want to send our condolences yeah. before we yeah, continue definitely. on. Yeah, definitely Con condolences. It was difficult for me. Cause like I said to you, uh, transparently, we can tell them for the gaming event, we were trying to get him. <laughs> Like I was, I was in constant communication to 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 get him just because I, I I like him or liked I guess respectfully, but like, and then to get the, literally it was like a three day thing having a meeting with with my manager Cheyenne, and then like three days later it was just like, wait what <laughs> what just happened like, it's just it it it's it's moments like that though that kind of put things in perspective like you worry about all of these things right and it's like at the blink of an eye it could just be over and then what. Like, was it worth it? Like, all of these things that you worry about, these concerns, or even, like, the insecurities that you, you build up, you know what I mean? Was it all worth it at the end of the day? And, and so I just, I just really feel bad for his family, his friends, his loved ones, his, his you know, his, his, his core base. I feel bad for uh, his immediate uh, people that he works with. Um, and I just, you know, I just hope it... it, it, it we learn a little bit from it. You know what I mean? Even, even with the posting, like, you know, they're, they're now harassing the, the best friend or brother. It was, who was, was that the brother or, it, or it best was his friend? brother, I believe brother. Right. Yeah. Um, I feel bad for him. Like let's, let's say hypothetically speaking, it, this all led to all of these things, all of, between the address and the posting, that guy hadn't even had a chance to mourn. <laughs> like yeah. he just lost a, a a a piece of him well, in his brain. It's people on the internet. They don't they don't know him. You know what I'm saying? I know, I know. But that's my problem. It's like people will lead with with malicious intent or malicious thinking without at least giving a benefit of the doubt. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like why why even go that route? Like I and I understand it. I, I know how people. Everyone thinks that they're CSI detectives, and yeah. I, I put it together. I get all of that, but. Don't fuck with cats. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. But like, <laughs> it reminded me of it, 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 No, it's the truth though. It, that, but that's really what it is. Where sometimes it it could work in, in that realm, right? Like the don't fuck with cats. That's a perfect example of how it how it could so it work. Be a help yeah, to how solve, it could work. Yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying. That's why a issue or problem. I, 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 I feel like as I get older, I have more and more of an issue with just social media. Like I have more and more of a disgust by it. See now, you know, you know what my problem is. If he would have got killed by cops, we would have all been out there protesting and doing all this other stuff. But when we kill each other, we don't. It's, it's like we just chalk it up to the game. Don't hold. At what point are we going to protest ourselves to a certain degree? Because 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 you see how extensions got killed by well, hold on well, by, his, gonna, own, I'm, by I'm, his own people. I'm rolling with you now. I'm rolling. I'm now rolling. Zimmerman kills uh, Trayvon. Mm -hmm. We out there we protesting, even though you know. Trayvon wasn't that much younger than, than Pop Smoke. Mm -hmm. at, at what point are we going to hold ourselves accountable? Yeah. Start protesting the way how we carry ourselves. Um, that's actually a really, really good point. Um, but I think... Because it, it, does, it, think, it, it doesn't think, bother you a little bit that if, if it were a cop that killed him, we would be having a whole other conversation. Well, no, this this... This would bother me, or or does bother me, I'll say, just simply because you have a twenty-year-old black kid. That, oh, of course. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. think about it on a whole nother level. I don't think about it from a perspective of I'm actually rapper. I'm, I'm actually uh, you know what more I'm bothered like, by him getting killed by the black people. That, than, but than that, if it but that's been a cop. but that's 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 my thing. Like those are those are my bigger of issues for me. Um, I it. it for me, it wouldn't have mattered whether if it was a cop, whether if it was a white person or, you know, or it, it doesn't matter. The fact that the act happened 
the way that it happened and 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 how again people are are constantly being affected when it's someone that was really just young like just you know what I'm saying like he as much like I said in the beginning of this even though he I'm sure he's wealthy he's traveled the world he was 20 he he didn't live he didn't live and and if he and if he did live that wasn't living like that for him to feel that scared to not want to even maneuver in his career. You know what I mean? Like that's, I just, I just feel bad for, for, for artists like that, or just people like that, that are so, uh, worried about things when, when I guess they don't understand fully like the circumstances of stuff. And the reason why I think people don't go up in arms about this situation is probably just because of all of the elements around it. Like, you know, all of, all of all of the new details that are coming out, we don't we don't know yet what it is outside but, of outside but, of of it not being. But, but if it were a cop, mm-hmm. when nobody need any details, I, I I know, but it and and everybody would have been up in arms as, as protesting. Much as, yeah, but as much as we keep it a buck on the show, I don't want to yeah. say what it is on the show just because of the the elements in it. I could tell you what it is off record. I'm not gonna do that on record. I okay. can tell you what this is, but I just won't do that. But yeah. also, I think that. I mean, just let's just take this incident uh, aside. I think that with our community, um, it's a very because it's a very complex, multifaceted problem in the sense of why we aren't addressing some of the stuff that we do. Why mm-hmm. are we continuously bashing our own people, or and then why are we uproar with cops and all this? Mm-hmm. I think it's just it's a very multifaceted problem. I think that also that we also have to keep in mind that the infrastructures that were built for the reason why we have gangs or why we have some of these. These 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 obstacles and problems we didn't we didn't put these in ourselves. Yeah, no. these were some things that were established or driven by outside parties yeah. that are developed. Like even the the historical context of the Bloods and the Crips and how the gangs in L.A. originally the gangs were uh, the quote unquote gangs were meant to help protect black uh, uh, citizens of Los Angeles from the cops. Mm-hmm. Then eventually with the integration of drugs that they, that was put into the city. That's how it created this divide. Yeah. I think ultimately we have to figure out what are these systematic things that are being put in place that are continuously making us divide amongst each other. Mm-hmm. Poverty is one of those dividing factors. Yeah. If they specifically do things to make sure that we ourselves do not thrive, it would always keep us divided. That's why I always encourage people to read and learn about Black Wall Street mm-hmm. and learn about that. That was an era of economic uh, boom for the black communities, and we were actually to the point where we were financially, financially. and economically mm-hmm. were, per, were able to preserve ourselves for and build our, ourselves within, within the community yep. itself. Exactly. But once they saw that, they were a racist individual that feared that and feared that once we ourselves financially were able to be able to literally create our own ecosystem where we didn't even need to get a dollar from a white man or anyone else. That made them fearful because that took power away. Mm-hmm. And so that's when they went and they burned out Black Wall Street. They started burning down other communities that were starting to build their own their own uh, um, establishments and stuff like that. And when Black Wall Street was burned, our community has never gotten back to that height of economic standing since then. Mm-hmm. And that is something that is continuously holding us back. Yeah. That's why all these areas that are predominantly black and these areas where the gangs are, why do you think that they are still low-income areas? Why do you think that ge- they're doing uh, gentrification and pushing those people out mm-hmm. and making sure that they're not in these areas and forcing them to having to leave and leave in a position where they don't have money? Mm-hmm. Our, our thing is we have to figure out how can we tackle some of these dividing factors like why, like the, 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 the socioeconomic and, and just the racist infrastructure and how do we fix that? I think that if we work to kind of figure that out and figure out how we can address these dividing factors, it's going to help us come together more. But the problem is, historically, anything that we become unified with, mm-hmm. certain individuals will try to break it. The same way that Martin Luther King and Malcolm X were killed. They were unifying the country over over what was happening in America mm-hmm. and what and, and, and other black figures and yeah. what what did our government, what did others and people said? They're a threat to us. They are they are vigilantes. Mm-hmm. We need to kill them. The same way yeah. that Black Lives Matter, they make them as a hate group. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it was starting to make us all come together. We just have to figure out how to do it and do it swiftly and quickly because and I and I know it's hard to say for us to do that. But that's the only way that we're going to be able to do it is because if we do it in a in a in a long long tenured 
uh, process or, or long process, certain people of power are going to look at it and they're going to figure out how do we get rid of this? How do we get rid of that person? How do we, how do we, oh, there's a leader? How do we get remove them? Unfortunately, historically, that's always been the case. They're going to yeah. try to find ways to break it down. We just got to figure out how can we d stop these uh, dividing processes and, and, and do it in a manner where it'll unify us quickly. Or maybe we just have to say, guys, let's just come together and not just come together on black Twitter. Let's just come together on a bigger and greater cause and really get this stuff handled and figure out. Yeah. We have to get to that point where we say, no matter what system they put in place, we need to help each other and figure out how to help each other and come together and not just on Twitter to, for memes and to and granted, black Twitter is very yeah. useful. Black Twitter has been very yeah. useful in, in various ways, but it can't just be on Twitter. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, that was a really good point, by the way. I I, I, I like that point. Um, yeah. So I, again, I don't want to uh, you know beat a dead horse. Um, you know, condolences to to Pop Smoke, his family, and, and everyone impacted by this, and, and hopefully that you guys, uh, you know, get some resolve because I, I know it's it, it's heavy. <laughs> that 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 is heavy. It's messed up. Man. Yeah, it's definitely. Um, so I know we, we were uh, we're kind of wrapping up now, but I wanted to again highlight a, another black figure before we we wrap out. So, um, what else? There was something else I wanted to talk about. Oh, just really really quickly, just uh, align with this. Did you guys see uh, Rihanna's speech? Yeah, I just saw that. Yeah, I saw it uh, I earlier it. today. You can say it. Very good speech. Go check out Rihanna's uh, speech. I, I, I love that more and more people that I, I respect and admire are coming out and starting to be very, very vocal about our culture and, and, and things yeah. that are happening and trying to build awareness around some of the disparities that we face every day. And I love yeah. someone like Ariana that has that massive following and, and had that massive moment uh, you know, just, what was she talking about? Like, just was it vaguely just about su supporting yourselves and, and doing more? Mm -hmm. Like, you can do more. You can do more things that that have better impacts. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That that can really help people. Like, we're we're not helping each other. It, it, her, met, you just gotta listen to it. Yeah, like, no, but, I'm check it but out. even outside of how she was or what she was saying, how she was conveying the message to me, I thought was very very interesting. Yeah. yeah. So I do have. Uh, I mean, if you want to. Uh, bring up a, a black figures to mention. I actually do have two, and okay. it's more so around video games because I thought it would be a great transition for our event. Okay. Uh, we're going to talk about more recent day. Uh, Reggie Fizame, uh, he used to be the president for North America for Nintendo. Mm -hmm. um, he really actually helped to shape uh, Nintendo and, and tying it to basically the culture within the United States and also even the presentations of E3. Mm -hmm. And he was one of the black uh, prominent, he's, he's, he's Haitian, uh, black prominent people who have helped to shape the gaming industry and in various ways of how it is now. Um, so he's someone who is now that has been doing that. Uh, but then also another fun fact, there was this video game engineer, Gerald Jerry Lawson. So for those who don't know, um, just because I want to make sure I have all the information correct, uh, Jerry Lawson is primarily credited for developing the first cartridge-based video game console. The system was called Fairchild Video Entertainment System, but later was named Channel F in 1976. Channel F was the first gaming system to use interchangeable cartridges with a pause button too, predating Atari 5200 and uh, like Sega's master system and so forth. So his history-changing advancement helped to develop um, the... Uh, the N64 cartridges, That's fire. the the um, interchangeable game, uh, the the whole concept of having interchangeable games for your system, he was credited with that. Uh, the pause button, I think, the pause button, button, I think, was someone else, but he, I, I think, he implemented on the card on the system itself as well. Um, Did but he have the, like a patent on it? Does he still get like paid for like every? System I would assume that, like, he, yeah, out? I think he still gets paid for it because he's, crazy. he helped yeah. to develop That's that. That's a mean patent. Um, yeah. I would hope so. He he got that patented. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the pause button Wait, too. So the pause uh, button too, because before then you couldn't pause the game. Yeah. You had to play right you through. Had to play it. right through. Uh, so yeah, so the pause button and the interchangeable cartridges, mm. uh, credited to him, and those two components have been so instrumental in all of our gaming lives to be able to pause a game yeah. and go back to it later. Because we didn't have the pause button, we wouldn't have been able to have the the save points. Uh, we wouldn't have the inter uh, interchangeable cartridges. We wouldn't have the N64 cartridges. We wouldn't have the PlayStation CDs. Mm. And that wouldn't have led to being able to download individual video games 
on the system as quickly as it happened. Because yeah. the video game industry is actually even fairly young. People yeah. don't realize. It's, a yeah. fair, it's still, it's, it, if we're, we're going to look at just other industries, it's still a young industry because first video game didn't come out until I didn't think like the, it was like the late 70s, or the late 70s. And actually, funny enough, there was a basketball game that had the first playable black character. Before, you, could, you couldn't play with uh, characters that had different skin tones. Mm. It was like purple or something. Mm -hmm. And then eventually they were able to add a <laughs> skin tone that you can play with a black character. That's fire. It's crazy. It's fucked that we were purple, though. <laughs> oh, we gotta be purple. Yeah, yeah, we always gotta break barriers. Yeah, blue, like, couldn't be <laughs> another color, like... It's fine. I have my gripes. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you for that. That was actually really, really insightful. Yeah, that was dope. Um, can't stress it enough, guys. March 7th, March 7th, March 7th. Grassroots Podcast, Nate Robinson, 368, gaming event. It's going down. Subscribe. Noti, notification button. Brandon Killer BHL. <laughs> <laughs> Newsletter, yeah. newsletter, newsletter. We may open up the RSVPs for just a few people, but the only way you're going to know is via the newsletter. Uh, we're not going to tweet it out because it's only going to be a few, so it's going to be in our newsletter. And also, uh, our, we're going to be dropping clips from the event on our social media as well as having so, uh, an actual interview episode with Nate and mm. also uh, some maybe some interview content from other guests too we'll wait and see but the only way you're gonna know is if you sign up for our newsletter and subscribe to us hey hey and i am aaron ashley simon aka the lady with the sty in the eye <laughs> right now oh i like that you know yeah, it's almost a little, like the eye in the sky the eye in the sky i like that that's the new <laughs> alias by the way yeah. sty in the eye that's fine <laughs> i'm wilson all right check us out peace <laughs> grass, 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 grass.